Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. It's Monday. It is Monday, Monday. And it's an exciting Monday. Well, it is. We've been building up to this for, I don't know, 27 weeks. 27 <laughs> weeks. That's exactly right. We're on week 28 in the Gospel of Matthew. The last chapter. Chapter of Matthew. Before we say anything else about this, mm-hmm. we are in the last chapter of Matthew, and I know everyone who listens to you and me talk about Matthew are just waiting at the edge of their seats to know what's next. Mm-hmm. Galatians. Oh, okay. Next week we'll be starting in Galatians. Okay. We'll still consider that season three because it's all a part of this year's reading plan for the Livingston Christians, but it's still, we're going to move into Galatians, which will not take 28 weeks. <laughs> No, it will not, but but it'll be great. But today we're wrapping up Matthew, Matthew mm-hmm. chapter 28, and it's fine. the last couple of weeks have been kind of a downer. It's been, it's been tough to see what the Lord was willing to sacrifice, his betrayal, the trials, the suffering of the crucifixion. Um, you know, we, we appreciate and have spent time appreciating what the Lord has done for us, but that's not the end of his work for us. It is not. It is not. So I want to read the first 10 verses of Matthew 28. I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version. Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. So as this chapter begins, we're told that it is the first day of the week, and we are drawn back to a couple of people, a little detail from the 27th chapter, and that is that these women have come and returned to the tomb. Back in the 27th chapter, and we talked about this last week, we emphasized Joseph of Arimathea stepping forward and being that disciple who would claim the body of Jesus, stepping out publicly. But this other detail was shared there as well. I'm looking at Matthew 27 and verse 59. When Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, laid it in his new tomb, which he had hewn out of the rock, and he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed, and Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. And we learned that a couple of these ladies who had traveled with Jesus and his disciples and ministered to Jesus and his disciples well, they were there for the crucifixion. They were there for the death, and they watched and observed uh, who claimed the body, where did the body go, and now here it is, the Sabbath has passed, the first day of the week, Matthew 28, and it is those women who are rushing and returning to the tomb. And they know where the tomb is. Absolutely, they know where it they, is. They know where Jesus is buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. They know where Jesus was. 
buried. <laughs> was entombed. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. Because when they get there, mm-hmm. he is no longer buried. Mm-hmm. He is not here. He is risen. Yes. As he said. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. It is. It is the miracle. It is the sign. It is this consummation that Jesus has conquered death. It is the beginning of our faith. Mm-hmm. Paul is going to say later in his letter to the Corinthians that if this didn't happen, then what we're doing as Christians is silly and ridiculous. Yeah. If this did happen, though, it's absolutely, utterly important. It's the it's the historical event around which all of history centers. Everything before it is looking to this moment, and everything after it is looking back at it and proceeding from it. This resurrection, Jesus coming forth from the tomb, he died, was buried, and now the tomb is empty. He is gone. So to that, often when I see artists, uh, you know, writing, or excuse me, drawing uh, depictions of this event, you'll see Jesus sort of standing in front of a tomb with the stone rolled back, and and he's glowing. It's the glory of God. I'm, I'm sure we've all seen these kinds of pictures. Oh, yeah. But what's interesting here is we go back to this text, and when this angel rolls a stone away, the tomb is empty. Jesus is just he gone. He is not here. He is risen. Yeah, he's just gone. Yeah. And uh, that that's part of the wonder mm-hmm. that, um, and I know we're going to talk more about this as we read in the chapter with the soldiers and everybody else. Um, where has this body gone? Yeah. No earthly eyes have witnessed the departure, and yet the angel rolls back the tomb, and he's gone. I think that's important. The soldiers did not witness Jesus leaving the tomb. Yeah. They saw an angel roll the stone back, mm-hmm. and the tomb was empty. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what's happened. Yeah. But the angel is simply declaring, I'm opening the tomb so you can see he's gone. He is not here. The resurrection has happened. And by the way, I think he mentioned this was coming. Yeah, that's right. He does remind him of that, doesn't he? Just as he told you. I think I think that's a little bit of this sentence that I have often overlooked. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've always, you know, like when I'm going to do a PowerPoint for a sermon or if I'm going to make a point. I mean, even in the uh, as I've done the title for the blog post that goes along with this conversation, all I put on it was, he is not here. He is risen. Yes. And it was as I was typing through and, and working on it that I noticed, as he said... Mm. As he he told you this was going to happen, and now it has happened. Wow. I mean, you know, when we start thinking about predictive foretelling Mm -hmm. and how significant it is, there are a lot of events that you have a 50-50 chance of getting right that this is going to happen. Who's going to be the president in the next election? You know, yeah. I mean, now at this point, it's more than it, it's less than 50-50. But there's a point at which you can say, yeah, I think it's going to be this guy. Oh, you might be right. You might be wrong. There, there's a lot of things where, right. you know, just throw a dart at the dartboard. You might get it right. But if you're yeah. going to predict, I'm going to die. And on the third day, I'm going to come back. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's that's a pretty significant prophecy. And now the angel is saying, and he fulfilled it. He did what he said he was going to do. This tells us something about him. This tells mm-hmm. us something about who he is. Mm-hmm. He is more than a man. Mm-hmm. He is Messiah. Yeah. He is God in the flesh. Yeah. In fact, in Romans chapter 1, when Paul wants to talk about Jesus, the Messiah, 
and the gospel. Here's how he begins his letter. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the holy scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. It's fundamental to what it means to be a Christian is to understand this actual event in history, which in itself is the evidence and the proof for all of the truth, all of the doctrine, all of the message uh, that, that he taught and that rests upon it. When, I think this is interesting. When Paul says here at the beginning of his letter, the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets, and then he starts describing it, he doesn't say as he describes it some of what we often think today. Uh, oftentimes today, you know, you'll have folks that, well, you know, if, you, if you're baptized, you'll go to heaven. That's the good news. That's the gospel. If you, that's, that's not the gospel. No. It, it's not, and, and even, you know, we, we dispute with other folks. It's not say a prayer and you'll go to right. heaven. It's, not, it's none of those things. It is Jesus Christ is mm-hmm. Lord. He is the son of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be son of God by the resurrection, which is why in 1 Corinthians 15, when Paul talks about what is the gospel, he says it's the death, burial, and resurrection, because this resurrection declares Jesus to be Lord. It declares him to be king. It declares him to be the ruler and the leader, and that is good news. He has defeated all enemies, especially death. Amen. And when we think about how people respond to his gospel, respond to that message, the resurrection then is involved because we see while baptism is not the gospel, it is how we respond to the gospel. Absolutely. And in Romans chapter 6, we see that that immersion in water uh, mirrors these facts of the gospel. Yes. In Romans 6 and verse 3, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So in baptism, we are actually participating in the gospel. We are mirroring the gospel. We are walking through the gospel. No wonder immersion in water Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is the initiation rite. That's right. It's the initiation into this good news. It's the initiation into Jesus as Savior and Lord. It's the initiation into his sacrifice. Uh, allowing the righteous requirement of the law to be fulfilled in me, that mm-hmm. those who sin will die. When I enter Jesus' death mm-hmm. through baptism, in him we have died as he died on the cross, and it's and then resurrected. And that's, that's right. the good news. That's right. That is the good news. I heard a, a, or read a fellow somewhere say that you haven't, you haven't preached the gospel until you've mentioned the resurrection. And mm. the point that he was making was that... And it is important to understand the significance of the cross, the sacrifice, the atonement, and all that. But his point was we can't get, we can't stop there. We can't hang up there. It is the resurrection as well. 
Yeah. Okay, now we've gotten to good news. It's not death, it's victory over death. And that doesn't diminish any of the significance of the atonement or the sacrifice. But you got to have the rest of the story, and that is replete with truth and glory. The resurrection itself, we need all of that. That's the gospel. One of the fascinating things, as you're saying all of that, it makes me think of Paul, who at the beginning of his letter to the Corinthians talks about, I preach nothing but Christ and him crucified. Mm. And yet by the time we're done with the Corinthians, <laughs> In the 15th part chapter. of preaching Christ and him crucified is Christ resurrected. Mm-hmm. And and I think there's there's a perspective that we often miss if we say that, look, it's about his death. Like, like oh, the Lord's Supper, we're only remembering his death. Yeah. Well, that's like saying that when Paul preached Christ and him crucified, he did not also preach his resurrection. Sure. That's 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 all part of that. It's part for the whole. It's yeah. is that synecdoche, I think, is the is the figure of speech I for the whole. I can't remember if it's that or metonymy. Metonymy. It's one of those. Metonymy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it is that idea. But you have the death of Jesus, and then you have the resurrection of Jesus, and that is the gospel. That's the good news. Amen. And we're going to be spending some time this week walking through Matthew 28 with this special emphasis upon the resurrection, uh, really foundational to our faith, our hope, the glory of Christ. It's just going to be wonderful conversations, and I hope that you can be with us for all of them. Uh, Send us an email. Let us know what you're gaining from Text Talk. The email is texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray together. Our great God and Father, it is just a simple expression of thanksgiving and joy to read again the wonderful words of the angel. He is not here. He is risen. Amen. All of these things are true. And God, it is our hope. And we look forward to the day that we are raised up to live forever with you in the glory of heaven. Christ, in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.